Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Well, despite the ease and convenience of filing your taxes online, a lot of folks still file the old-fashioned way, much to the dislike of the IRS. I'd like to cancel my mail. Certainly. How long would you like us to hold it? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think you'd get me. I want out permanently. Yeah, they'd like to cancel your mail and tax returns, but uh, it is still allowed. And if you are old school, still doing it that way, maybe this will convince you to change. Here's ABC's Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. It's time to upgrade from filing by snail mail. I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Betamax, the 8-track, dial-up internet. Some things are better left in the past. And enrolled agent Janice Heyman says it's time to buck mailing in your return in favor of e-filing. It is shocking how many people still like to do that, but the IRS is discouraging them. It is so much better. There's a tremendous accuracy with the software, and it's just Faster. An IRS spokesman, Eric Smith, can give you another good reason to start filing electronically. Chances are you'll get your refund much faster. That's right. Your money in your bank account sooner. The IRS says it could take up to six months to get your refund when you file by snail mail, but just a matter of weeks when you file online. And if you use a preparer, they should e-file for you. But if they don't, ask them to file your return electronically. With today's tax tip, I'm Daria Albinger. ABC News. Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit neilgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. Calm down, everyone. No one's canceling any mail. (laughs) Oh, yes, I am. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. It was a magical season for UWM, but as the old saying goes, all good things must come to an end. Cole and Rand will see their collegiate careers come to a close as this season has come to a close for the Panthers. Final score here tonight. It is the Charlotte 49ers, 76, and the Milwaukee Panthers, 65, as the Panthers' season comes to a close with a record of 22-12. and 12. 22 wins, the most since the 2005-2006 season. Scott Wars on the call over on 101.7 The Truth. B.J. Freeman led the team in scoring with 15, but it was not enough, and the season comes to a halt for UWM as they come up just short in their CBI Invitational. Head coach Bart Lundy and company will now look to keep building the UWM program heading into next season. As a coaching staff, we've got to figure out, you know, what can these guys run, possess the ball, and, and you know, move it. Uh, we've got a kind of a unique group of players here that, you know, I don't know that I've still figured out all the way. But we figured it out enough to, to win some games and uh, and to get the momentum going the right way for, for this program and for the university, for the city. And uh, we just got to keep that rolling. Staying in college hoops as Wisconsin is right back at it tonight in their quarterfinal in the NIT tournament. This is coming after beating Liberty on Sunday. They get set to face off against Oregon on the road. Tip-off is set for 8 p.m. And the University of Green Bay Phoenix women's basketball season comes to an end as they lose the Bowling Green in the women's second round of the NIT tournament by a final score of 69 to 60. Excuse me, 69 to 51. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And finally, over to the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers dropped their spring training game at the hands of the Seattle Mariners by a final of 7 to 2. Brandon Woodruff got the start, going four and two-third innings, allowing five runs while striking out five. Keston Hira, who remains on the bubble for the final roster, had a double while batting in the only two runs the crew would score in the game. 
Manager Craig Council spoke on the decision looming for Hira and the Brewers. This is just part of a player's life. I mean, it's real. It's right in front of Keston. He knows it. Uh, he knows that there's a decision to make on him this spring. He knows we haven't made a decision yet. You're very upfront with the player on that, and you know it's not a it's not a uh, surprise when to Keston when he hears that. Keston's gonna swing and miss. I mean, I, I don't, you know, that's not like, it's not like, oh no, Keston swung and miss. Like, he's gonna swing and miss. Um, he, he has to get to the damage, though. That's that's kind of how it works. Next up for the Brew Crew is a 310 first pitch this afternoon against the Chicago White Sox. Coming up, she bet the boss and won. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallace joins us next. on Wisconsin's Morning News. Before we get to the weather with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallison, I want to know about this bet you had with the boss over there. So Marissa is a proud Michigan State alumna, and uh, her team just beat our team, (laughs) beat Marquette for a chance to go to the Sweet 16. The boss man over there at TMJ4, Tim Vetcher, is a Marquette alum and, like, super fan. Hardcore fan. Hardcore so how did you broker that? Didn't you? If I were you, I'd have just slinked on off into a corner and kept it quiet for a okay, while. But you honestly, did not. I I was slinking off in a corner for the longest time. He's the one that approached me with the bet. So I believe it that. Wasn't I? Because I was too afraid to do it because I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to lay low because this is potentially going to be a big game, and I don't want to see. We have multiple Marquette alums in our newsroom too, so I'm yeah. like, I just don't want. I don't want them to associate me with the potential of like them losing as we you know get into Monday morning. So Tim approached me with the bet. The bet was pretty much, you know, whichever team won, the other person was going to have to wear the team colors. Um, Unfortunately, uh, it was initially uh, something that said Michigan State. I didn't have anything that would fit him. He's a taller guy, so um, I didn't really have anything. But what I did have is I was on the POM team at Michigan State, kind of like the dance team. And so I did have my POMs uh, from then. So I I said, (laughs) hey, if you take a picture with these POMs, if you hit a high V, which is the position that he's doing, I have it posted on social, um, that that's good. We're, we're square after that, so that's what we did. He looks fantastic. <laughs> yes, his form, is, his form is perfection, for sure. <laughs> so going into that, were you like, you had to still be pulling for your team. I mean, that's your alma mater, and that's yeah. what's most important, but you do know like for what you do every day, the spirit of Marquette moving on would have been great, the newsroom would have been full of energy and all that. Yes, no, I know. It's it's tough, you know. I mean, this has happened a couple times, even recently. Um, but uh, with for sure, I mean, I would I would never have gone against the Spartans. But I think the coverage that we had for uh, Marquette in it, Marquette Madness, having Delaney down there, James Grow. I mean, they talked to some amazing fans. Like there were some sound bites I I had never heard before. You know, usually get the typical ones like I'm so excited, I'm here to support my team. But like some of the people they were talking to and the dedication and like the weird connections that they had to this person and that person. It was fantastic. So it is sad to see all of that and all that excitement come to an end, unfortunately. But hey, who knows? Next year, maybe they could go even farther. No, I mean, no one, no one blames you for cheering for yours. You got to right, do yeah, that, right? We respect course. it. So how about the weather the rest Thank of the week? Uh, you have, like, it seems like every day there's like sort of this chance for a little bit of rain, but we're not in for a yeah. big soaker anytime soon, are we? 
Yeah, it's like a really messy forecast. Uh, so thankfully, you know, we're not tracking a big Thursday, Friday storm like we've been tracking for weeks. But we're in this kind of unsettled pattern uh, where we're kind of getting these small little waves moving on through. We had one last night that brought some sprinkles and some flurries. Really, no one saw anything, though. Tonight, we have another one to bring a chance for isolated rain showers through early tomorrow morning. At best, we pick up a tenth of an inch, but I don't even think we're going to see that. Um, our best chance for measurable rain will be Wednesday night into Thursday morning, maybe some snow mixed in, but this time of year, what we've got going for us, our temperatures are so warm, the pavement's starting to warm up, the ground itself starting to warm up. So any snow that we do get really won't accumulate except for maybe on elevated surfaces that stay at freezing. Uh, so not worried about that really Thursday. We do have potentially another chance for rain and snow mixed Friday night to Saturday. But again, not too worried. Oh my gosh, are you playing the fight song in the background? Is that what I should have now every time I give the weather forecast? No, not every you know time. No, no, thank you. We gave you yours today. Fight song. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so what do you think then? Sparty got a couple more in him or what? At this point, I I'll root for so. the Big Ten, I, I guess. Okay, good, good, good. Because a lot of teams actually in the Big Ten have fallen out. Yeah, um, yeah they have. Lousy showing again. Yeah, I know. But Michigan State's still in it. But I, I always hope for the best. But you know, I, I don't care. Uh, as you know, I don't, I don't like to set myself up and say they're going to make it for sure all the way. Because then it makes it when they do lose feel less bad, but I'm going to support them no matter what. That's a really weird way to think about it now that I'm saying it out loud. No, so you but, uh, apparently only make that. predictions in the weather then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm just going to keep the weather. Okay. Let's just keep it weather. That's neutral. There's less Perfect. emotion towards it. <laughs> Storm Team 4 meteorologist Marissa Wallace and proud Michigan State Spartan. Thanks, Marissa. Bye, you guys. Have a good day. I mean, at this point, do you root for, root for the Big Ten? I always have a little bit right? of that in me. I always try to Root for them, like but I'm so dis- they disappoint me every, every spring. Time. My goodness, <laughs> absolutely not. I am not a conference allegiant. No, I don't know. You don't think if, it's, if it, the Badgers go out, every Big Ten team can get blown out. <laughs> that's just <laughs> how it. That's how Brandon I view it. I'm not. Everybody I don't root for people that I root against when my team plays them. Does that make sense? It, it does. Yeah. But Say goodbye to Michigan some, State. I hope they get blown out. Do you think now we there, have some shared interest in elevating the conference. There are some teams that I like. Less than others, That's if true. that makes any sense. Right. I mean, if we're talking That's about fair. Michigan, yeah. we're Ohio talking about State, Michigan, Michigan right now, or Ohio State, yeah, no thank you. 100%. I that still root problematic. against Yeah, I'd, I'd like root for Northwestern. Nope. Nope. Oh, <laughs> because on, they've man. beaten the Wisconsin Badgers in football at times when I thought the Badgers were having a good season. So they've made the list. <laughs> they've made my list. <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. I have new evidence, Eric, to bolster my claim that it's all real. (laughs) You're nuts. New evidence. You're nuts. This on the old National Bank talk and text line. I think I'm the only person who's had both parents on the kiss cam separately. My mom went to a Bucks game with a neighbor friend. She and him were on the kiss cam. My dad went to a NCAA game, bought a single ticket. He was on with a random woman sitting next to him. (laughs) This all comes. That doesn't make confirm. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. (laughs) This all comes from something that I saw. It's making the rounds on social media. It's from a Canucks hockey game in Vancouver. So Rogers Arena. They're doing the kiss cam. You know where they bring the camera and they put two people in the frame and then it has it up on the big scoreboard, right? They try to get people to kiss. Okay, so maybe you heard the PA guy in there. He says, doesn't, doesn't matter if you don't know each other. First couple comes <laughs> up, they, 
They kiss, some light applause, and then another couple comes up on the scoreboard screen. Woman's on the aisle seat, nobody next to her, and then just apparently some guy sitting yeah. a seat mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And the kiss cam is on them. Yeah, so you heard PA guy kind of egging him on. She looks at dude, kind of gives him the, eh? I mean, <laughs> sure. You think? He plants one on her. It's a solid kiss. And then moments later, as the kiss cam returns to the same part of the arena, it's back on the same seats, only this time, dude who clearly came with the girl who was just kissed, <laughs> or just kissed by a stranger, right? Now he's back in his back chair. Back in his seat. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> PA guy, it's going to be an interesting ride home. This is not real. <laughs> These... Why isn't it? She didn't have a reaction. And who sits down after getting going to the bathroom or whatever and then suddenly puts your arm around the girl? That never happens. <laughs> Debbie, you just sit down and hey, then a couple ba- seconds. Hey, baby. And... Debbie, I, I like how logical you are about I'm this. No, nice. it's just not real. It's fake. <laughs> they do this all the time. The they kiss cam was, they, they yes. have some plants. Oh my gosh, clap. haven't you ever Oscar seen... Oscar goes to... Yeah, haven't you ever seen the security guy who just starts dancing everywhere? <laughs> He's just like really good at dancing, doing flips and things. He's very talented. Sometimes I think I've even seen security guy get on the kiss cam doing that too. <laughs> like, they do all kinds of these. It's all for show. It's entertainment. Well, The pie in the face... That's always a good one too. Yeah. Someone wearing the the opposing team's colors, and they come in. the The mascot comes running up and trips, and suddenly the ma- the pies in their face. Oh, okay. But like, what do they like? Hustle other people out of those seats, and then like just bring in plants. Or Newsweek what? did a whole big thing on this. They did a whole big story <laughs> oh, about this. A lot this. of this is staged. In this case, I bet those two are probably married, and they said, "Hey, can we have you sit over here, one? And we're gonna have you kiss your wife, but you're gonna do it this way, and it'll be funny, and yada yada." Ah. Uh, you guys are buzzkills. I choose to believe. 745 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback watch in Green Bay and I guess New York kind of continues there. Could we see the Packers dig in in regards to trading their four-time MVP or is there a compromise on the horizon for a deal to be made. The way they structure the contract, where the $58 million, you don't have to exercise it until week one. So they can sit on things as is. Mm. They can say, hey, we're not going to sign a bunch of players in free agency anyways. We take our roster intact. We take Jordan Love, the incumbent quarterback, into April workouts as the guy, knowing Aaron Rodgers is sitting at home, technically still the Green Bay Packer, until the Jets give us what they want. That's their leverage on paper. Now, does that make a lot of logistical sense? No, it doesn't. So that's why I do expect something to, to get shaked out here between both sides. So just come up with a compromise. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler on the latest surrounding the NFL's top storyline this offseason as the NFL draft is just over a month away. Over to College Hoops, where UWM committed 20 turnovers and saw their postseason come to an end after just two games. Bowl and Rand will see their collegiate careers come to a close as this season has come to a close for the Panthers. Final score here tonight, it is the Charlotte 49ers 76 and the Milwaukee Panthers 65 as the Panthers' season comes to a close with a record of 22-12. and 12. 22 wins, the most 
since the 2005-2006 season. Scott Warris on the final call for UWM on 101.7 The Truth last night. Head coach Bart Lundy spoke after the game on the excitement that will surround his program heading into their offseason. You know, hopefully this team group can stay together. I think they will. Um, we'll add some really good pieces. Um, you know, we're working hard. We've got a great staff. You know, I, we, I, I feel good about us sustaining success here and, and building on what we've done. Staying here in college hoops as Wisconsin looks to keep their postseason alive as they travel out to Oregon for their quarterfinal matchup in the NIT tournament. Tip-off is set for 8 p.m. And the University of Green Bay Phoenix women's basketball season comes to an end as they lose the Bowling Green in the women's second round of the NIT tournament by a final of 69-51. The Phoenix end their season with 28 wins. And finally, to the Diamond, where the World Baseball Classic Championship game is all set thanks to some late-inning heroics from Japan. What is that all? (laughs) Wasn't there more? Awesome. (laughs) Excited to say the least. Uh, Japanese TV on the call there. As Japan rallies in the bottom of the ninth to score two runs to defeat Mexico by a final score of six to five. Japan will now meet Team USA in the final round tonight. First pitch is set for six. I need the Mexico call next. I have it on there. Oh, no. Yeah. Just right. miserable, yes. just silence. <laughs> 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 Juxtapose. They were them. winning that whole game, too. Yeah, yeah, it had to be devastating. I need four players for our contest. You're going to choose, and you don't have to know anything about basketball, but you're going to choose a team that is still playing basketball right now, and you can ride that team all the way to a big prize from Palermo's. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. 855-616-1620. Give Pancake a call in the back there. He'll line them up. I need four players next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brackets busted after opening weekend of the tournament. We've got you covered. Take it easy, guy. No reason to smash that TV. Another thing that Eric thinks is fake all over the internet. <laughs> this guy is hammering his TV I with showed a, you that yesterday. a club. His team lost, and he Come takes on. the TV down. The kids are there screaming, and he's smashing the TV. Well, you, along with uh, a number of others, we're being very careful about our words here so that we don't end up in copyright Thank infringement you. land. You good with that? Greg? Yes. Okay. So far. Greg Pancake Hill produces the program, and he's taking the calls right now. There's a basketball event that goes on for a couple more weeks, and we have a contest <laughs> set up in conjunction with that. Wisconsin's Morning News gets the Urban Pie region. We have four callers on the line asking each one to pick a team, and that is your team for the remainder of the tournament. As your team advances, you win prizes from Palermo's. One person will win the grand prize of pizza for a year, including a pizza oven to make it in. So in our region, we have Arkansas, Connecticut, Gonzaga, and UCLA. It's the Palermo's Pizza Bracket Challenge from ESPN Milwaukee and WTMJ. As I said, producer of the program, Greg Pancake Hill, has uh, brought the callers online. So we'll start with Darren in Oak Creek. He was first. Morning, Darren. 
Hey, how you doing, Vinny? Awesome. Great to have you here. So you get first choice. Arkansas, Connecticut, Gonzaga, and UCLA. Who do you want to ride with? You sure that's not Alabama? <laughs> I, I don't have Alabama <laughs> for you. Wrong, wrong region. <laughs> nice try, though. Right. Huh? Is, is it Alabama or what? No, Ar- Arkansas is, is the uh, A1. Arkansas, Connecticut, Gonzaga, or UCLA? Uh, Do UCLA. All right, hang on the line, please, Darren. Uh, Pancake is going to come back on and get some more information from you here. So he's going with UCLA. Our next contestant up would be Dave in Caledonia. All right, so Dave, morning to you. Good morning. All right, so what I have to... Really, that guy gave me a gimme there, so I'm going to take UConn. I already know. (laughs) All right, awesome. Dave takes Connecticut... UConn, the Huskies, and uh, actually I like that choice. I think provided the choices, I might have gone with them. I'm going to need Dave to hang on the line as well, and Pancake will get your information here when we're done with the contest. Next up in Glendale is Ryan. Morning, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Okay, so left for you, I have Arkansas and Gonzaga. So who do you think is uh, more likely to get get you to the promised land? Gonzaga all the way to the final. Nice. All right. Dave's pick. Uh, Ryan is picking Gonzaga. So hang on the line, Ryan. Pancake will get all your information from you. And our final contestant here is Charlie in Germantown, to whom we are now assigning Arkansas. The Razorbacks are yours, Charlie. I love it. Arkansas Razorbacks all the way. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, you bet. Make sure to hang on the line. So, Greg, when we're in the break here, we'll talk to all of you and get your information. Again, the winner... Hoping for somebody to advance out of our bracket and into the final. Well, we'll have two people. No, well, just one from ours getting to the final four, right, E? Yes. Yeah, we've got four right. here. So somebody's going to go into the final four, and then hopefully somebody from our bracket will win. It's been told to me that if someone from our bracket wins the whole thing, we also get something. Ooh. Wisconsin's Morning News gets some sort okay. of reward. So we need to root for these teams then. Yes. As we would, of course. For- and this is the only audio that we can play in association with our contest. No music, no mascots, no anything. This is just just a basketball tournament being played over the next couple of weeks. I think we did it safely today.